And Georgia said, what did you try for us? Look, we both know I can't read. I just recognize or translate. <laughs> and you forgot to add the silent I and Yes, Damon Red Hoods, not Damon Wayne. Oh, sorry, I got excited. I thought it was going to be We're probably going to have to fight Zombie Batman. They both do the X for exhibit the rapper. Game on! So we have agreed that this is going to be called the 152nd podcast of the Purjangers and Wallhangers LLC Media Network. 151 Forgotten Realms. (laughs) (laughs) I have titled it The Best Podcast You Will Never Hear. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, Which uh, is one of many. Like, the first time we podcasted live at the Game and DVD Exchange, which is one thing we have... Well, we might as well just start off announcing it right here. And thank God the sound works. (laughs) We have had a battle with sound, like Podcast 151. This is 152. We're sticking with it. We made the mistake, and that's... We just got to stay. You know, you made the mistake of what... I might have uh, not double-checked the audio before we did Lug Nuts. I just write the show. So so that was a mistake on the producer. Um, I don't know why it never lets me see my own podcast. Anyway. So you this is watch a podcast when you're on your podcast? I do. I watch for the comments. Because the comment section is where it happens. Where it is happening next week is the Game and DVD Exchange over at 23 East State Street Media PA. And we can even have Kat there. Yes, we can put her on the green screen just in mm-hmm. all the glory. So you'll still be live with us, just not live on location. Do we need to bring the monitor so everybody can say hi? <laughs> I mean, he's got that big TV that we could just commandeer for a little bit. That is true. <laughs> um, but we do start off this podcast with sending you over here to the main website, pjandwh.com. And uh, you're going to see not 151 because there is no point in putting up a podcast without any audio. But you will see Saturday's Let's Play with your Perjangers Destroy All Humans. Ready to hear it sounded like this. Okay. It would help if you were (laughs) miming that on camera. And that was the podcast. But destroy all humans. We're getting into the thick of it. We I was we, entertained. We got a power that allows us to make objects our ammo. So now we're kicking ass and taking names. We're going to get back into it this Saturday with the uh, Let's Play With Your Pajangers Part 5. And we are starting off this podcast the same way with a lengthy intro. But tonight, the tool men cometh. Cancelled Carbon, A New Raccoon City, Sony's Golden Ticket for a PS5, Liquid Cooled Doom, and more on the Triforce Podcast. And we'll go on over to the first story, which is Netflix is debuting a trailer for another new anime called Dragon's Dogma. Have you heard? I have heard. That's why I'm talking about the story. Might as well full screen that bitch. The new anime is an adaptation of Capcom's Dragon's Dogma franchise. I remember playing this game. I figured you would. I figured you would, but 
bought it three different times on all consoles. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a bit of a fan. A bit of a fan. Damn, and you can see, this is a CG anime adaptation um, the, of the original game. This will feature stories inspired by the franchise, told through a whole new medium that hopes to take advantage of the fantasy, uh, excuse me, fantasy setting. Netflix describes the <clears throat> anime as, after losing his home to a dragon, Ethan sets out to hunt it down once and for all. A pawn appears uh, by his side and serves to protect his life. But the dangers that lie in wait for Ethan are beyond their imaginations. For when you fight a monster, you just may become one, too. Uh, the lore behind Dragon Summer was very interesting and it was a neat concept with the game. So I'm glad that they're actually giving it some uh, credence to like a different uh, medium. Absolutely. Um, I mean, anytime you can do a good game adaptation, I say go for it. Especially since the CG. Oh, some people say, uh, hey, Projangus and Wallhangers is live. Uh, some people say that, but some people also are not big fans of CG in anime. They want it to be hand-drawn. They want carpal tunnel. You know? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? It's the latest oh, breaks. Oh, man. No, it, it, if it's done right, it can uh, flow well. Yes. And especially since, you know, they have a lot of lore and mythos that are really behind this, so... I got a lot of faith in it. Netflix animation is really, honestly, it's. I think it's impressive. I would compare Dragon's Dogma as like in the same realm of mm-hmm. Dragon Age. It was like comparative, yeah. Not as deep in in the lore in that, but as you can see on the screen, you won't have to wait long. September seventeenth. That's gonna be interesting. One thing you are going to have to wait a little bit for, but it will so, so be worth it. It's a bit of an improvement. What time is it? Tool time, kids! Home Improvement stars Tim Allen and Richard Karn reunite for a building competition show. Thanks to the History Channel, the new competition series, we'll have uh, Allen, Karen... Alan and Karen serving as uh, host, and both men Karn? are also working as Richard executive Karn? producers. Karn, yeah. There's no e in between that R and M. Look, we both know I can't read. I just recognize or the translate. <laughs> and you forgot yeah. to add the silent I and yes. Q. There's three of them. But it's a word in Scrabble that's 96 points. <laughs> the series is getting 10 episodes or episodes. Uh, and has working title of Assembly Required. Like me. Episodic run. (laughs) So it will uh, spotlight the best and brightest builders from across the country. Uh, The contestants will take on the job of incorporating new life into household items that need fixing. The show seeks to show how everyday items can be reimagined into something and break new we uh, break uh, oh Alan was saying we break replace rinse and repeat with more power (laughs) I think this is such a good idea I'm gonna ask if they're gonna get extra points if they can do the sound effects I hope so (laughs) man 
If I could build shit, I would totally want to be on that. <laughs> if he could. If only. But, I mean, I think this is great. Tim Allen, and, you know, you got... Obviously, let Al, me transition. Damn it! Obviously, Tim and uh, Tim and Al are going to be judging and hosting this, so it can only mean good things. I'll tell you what doesn't have good things coming their way, which is this next story: Netflix canceled Altered Carbon after two seasons. Man, that's a shame. Why do you really think that is? Well, according to Deadline, the cancellation was decided back in April. And yes, it was because of money, because unfortunately, that show was extremely expensive to make. It debuted to a middling praise, and while it clearly did uh, well enough that Netflix was willing to roll the dice on a second season, which debuted earlier this year, the series clearly was a hit with a small budget in mind which is what happened the second time around in the second season. Fewer episodes, less flashy sets and effects, yeah. but, you know, the second season may even less of an impact than the first season did. So it it was kind of a dud. Even though it had Anthony Mackie in the second season, it really didn't hit like the first season. I could see me. this actually coming back once everything stabilizes and... and uh I don't know, man. I figured the second season was really weak. You would really have needed a very strong third season to capture any kind of real audience retention. I think this is a good move for Netflix. It's an expensive show. This joins the likes of, like, Sense8, which Sense8 costs $9 million to produce per episode. Well, that's absurd. Exactly. (laughs) This is... It's a second place to that, can man. Can I have fuck you money, please? You know, like... Please. That's an no, expensive TV show way. to be at. No, you may not. You know, I'll, I'll just have some artist drawings from my son, and yeah. we'll make a show out of that. Yeah. It'll be a lot I more just, entertaining. I tell you, man, I just... All right. It's, it'll, we'll expect the first episode next week. So I wrong. still think they could do... Enjoy the show. <laughs> I still think they could do a... Uh, they could do a, a animated series with this still because the animated oh, yeah. series they did was good. But instead of a less t- money, instead of a series, they can actually just transition to like being a movie and only release like a two-hour movie instead of ten hours of a series. Yes, so absolutely. But I tell you what else is going to be a series. It's the next story, which is the. DC's Titans show, the season three, is right rewriting Red Hood's origin story. So this is a bit of a a bold move for DC to do with their Titans because one, and I mean not really spoiler alert because all right I'll just go with that, but. He's nowhere near the origins of the Red Hood in the show. Okay. So when you start off season three, he's very much alive. Very much alive. He had a cloth a, a cloth call. You know, he had a cloth call, and you know he he was almost taken out, but he ended up uh, he ended up really pulling through and becoming you know champion. Um, but he still hates everybody. Uh, season two will introduce uh, 
Superboy, Mercy Graves, Deathstroke, Jericho, Rose Wilson, Starfire's sister, Blackfire, carrying on with the tradition, uh, bringing new characters to Titan Season 3, which will introduce Red Hood, Commissioner Barbara Gordon, and Dr. Jonathan Crane, also known as the Scarecrow. All right, so I know we have to start prefacing the DC stuff in the news. So, Katarina, are you just going to preface your camera so you're just staring outside, it's calling the birds thick boys? Very specific stuff that I'm not looking at. Basically, WWE four stuff. You know, other. <laughs> All right, so just I'm just trying to like be as blind as possible. Without literally being blind. I will well, let you know when the movie you don't want to see is coming up in the news, so you can just kind of tune well, out. Just, just keep the, the if it's Wonder Woman eighty four, I'm just gonna like unplug. Yeah, and yeah like, you'll see her do that. Just kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, just yeah. just you know, look outside and just start calling the birds thick boys. And yes. We'll, <laughs> and just keep on going, and and then we'll cue you when we're over with that story. Yes. But uh, I do like how they are bringing in Red Hood to this. I like that, you know, Commissioner Barbara Gordon, absolutely. That's a strong uh, female character that we only saw in um, Batman Beyond. So that is one thing. But Jason will don the new Red Hood identity as Red Hood and will become obsessed with taking down his old team in Season 3. How they will be getting uh, from a disobedient vigilante to a cold-blooded anti-hero is yet to be seen. But what has been seen is DC fandom, and I'll tell you by how many. 22 million global views. Do you think that many people would have watched it if we were in the advent of COVID? Yeah, absolutely. I think they would have gotten that information because everybody wants to see what Zack Snyder is going to do for Justice League. They want to see the Batman. They want to see Flash. They want to see all these things that DC is doing because they really have to step up because of what Marvel has done already. And I think that they're doing it very smart with getting a lot of Batman in there. A lot of people... I've even had a conversation today with my buddy Garrett Faber. Okay. And he's saying, like, how many Batman movies are they going to make? But that's all not the point. This all They are establishing they a multiverse. Okay? They're establishing that multiverse so that way you can have Keaton. You uh, can have... I so hope they introduce Keaton. Then. If he was still alive, I guarantee you could still have a... a God, Adam West. Yeah, Adam West. Adam Thank West. you. You're welcome. Brain fart. But you could, you know, Affleck, Keaton, Flash, that is a possibility now because they're embracing the multiverse because they Ooh, realize... I got it. Oh, Adam West lookalike contest. They're going, yes. they're going to multiverse. Wait, we already have a multiverse. And now they're embracing it. So I see that as a good thing. But the DC fandom and Warner Brothers held their first ever fandom event. Um, the virtual co- uh, convention... That brought with uh, with it new movie trailers, announcements, and exciting gameplay footage. Could you imagine um, if they introduced? Scroll down to the first one, <clears throat> which is a trailer for My God. This is, I mean, we're going to be a little bit mixed in nerdy gaming and videos right now because of the DC fandom. But this is Gotham Knights. It, the reveal is finally come to us. Uh, as a world without Batman. Batman has died. 
sending out you know a distress call to Nightwing, Robin, Damon Wayne, uh, Batgirl, Damon Red Wayne. Hoods, not Damon Wayne. Oh, sorry, I got excited. I thought it was going to be comedian. And there isn't oh, a don't story play that. on James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a story on Kevin Gunn later on either. Kevin Gunn and Damien Damien Wayne's is are not in the podcast. But Elon could be watching. So here we see the protocol going out there for uh, Batman letting you know, hey, uh, I died. And you now get to play as Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, and Red Hood against the Court of Owls. That is my favorite thing. beautiful. Oh my god, yeah. It's just these next-gen games, especially with the Unreal 5 engine, are going to look so stunning in 4K. Games and the animation studios. I mean, you look at the eye, the the badge, the picture. All of it is getting so much, so close with ray tracing. All they had to do was just understand, like, how it works. Oh, is that all? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just they did have some life. gameplay here, which it's open world. Okay. Okay. Um, you will be able to play, you know, solo by yourself, um, or you will have the co-op online. It's not going to be GTA, but you will be able to play with your friends. You, everybody right. pick a Bat family member, and I would even like to see some, de- uh, you know, downloadable content. Bring the other Bat family in there. Bring uh, Batwoman. Bring Azrael. Bring you know. Bring all of them. Fuck. Why not? Because this is a reboot of the Batman games, unlike one uh, later on when William Pace says, "Hi, Cam." Your fan base has already noticed that you're online. Um, one other thing I did notice outside of this trailer, which, look at this, Batgirl looking exactly like a comic version of Batgirl. Fantastic. And each of them just kind of have like a different ability, it seems. it It's really like Red Hood. Oh, man. He's just going to be your tank, man. He got the guns. He could just blind shot like that. Completely badass. So there's your tank. Then you got your two TPS, and you got yeah. your mage right there. Yeah. So crime fight is one of the vigilantes against the uh, court of owls, and you will have the talons coming after you. I actually read a compendium with the court of owls, a uh, Batman comic. Fantastic. Absolutely amazing villain. Because they're as old as Gotham. They're the Gotham's elite, which rule in the shadows, kind of Illuminati-wise. But the people who stumble on to the Court of Owls, they end up getting caught in the maze and die. And then they reanimate those dead bodies to hunt people for the Court of Owls. So that's why I'm like, yeah, that is the perfect villain, man. It doesn't matter, Bat. You're probably going to have to uh, fight Zombie Batman. (laughs) If he's really dead, that's exactly what I would put in a Court of Owls game. You see the tunnel here leading to the maze. It's The Court of Owls is the best Batman villain for a game that we have not seen yet. And I am wholeheartedly head over heels for this. Well, Arkham City 
teased it a little bit. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's it having sex and then there's getting teased. All right. <laughs> Two completely separate things. All your segues are good. That's right. The yeah. next best Quality thing to sex. Segues. Yeah, you don't want to play that song, Kevin Smith, uh, for Fat Man Beyond. He got pulled off of YouTube for uh, having that song play in the background for ha- Hallelujah. So, of course, we're talking it's Hallelujah, crazy. Hallelujah. The well, Snyder like Cut seconds, trailer so is crazy. here. We finally have it. Dark side there in the beginning, just starting off with the goodness. Wonder Woman. It's just, this film is going to be spectacular. We gotta turn off the subtitles, too. Because they will get us for that. There we go. No subtitles, unfortunately. But, uh... F you, Bob! (laughs) The trailer (laughs) includes a number of entirely new scenes, like this one with the black suit Superman... Wonder Woman talking to little girl, Flash doing a dance, saving a woman under a car. You know, get down still, tonight. Normal superhero stuff. Get down tonight. But um, the new scenes weren't included in the original version of the film, which was released in two, uh, 2017 by Joss Whedon, who just completely trashed it. Had a separate vision of it that was <laughs> tried to MCU it a lot less impressive I would say it that way no it, it was not big it was, it was just not that impressive yeah but <laughs> the sexual innuendos no aside about anything. no release date has been confirmed it's still 2021 but we do know that it will be four part hour-long miniseries on the HBO Maxis. On the Maxis? Yeah, the Maxis. Okay. I'm here for it. And here you see Lois and Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> God, that would be a bitch if they uh, retconned Barry Allen's mom's name to be Martha, too. Oh my. Like, my mom Martha was murdered. Not you too. Where does the Martha death end? Martha squared. <laughs> Martha death squared might be the title of the podcast. Oh, podcast. The sons of Martha. The sons of Martha. That would have been better named than the Justice League. I gotta say. That's the title of the podcast. I tell you oh, one right thing. There. There's uh, sound on that. That's their indie rock band. Yeah. One thing that's very indie looking, it's very gritty, it's very real. The Batman Matt Reeves movie trailer has been revealed again. It gives us a glimpse into this gritty Batman world with a look at the cast and how they're looking, as well as the Batmobile. And here we see Jeffrey Wright as our Commissioner Gordon, and just seeing him makes you, it just makes me think, like, why haven't we had this yet? He just looks perfect for that role. Why haven't we seen this yet? We see Batman walking into an active crime scene, meaning he's at least okay a little bit with the police. That um, riddle has actually been deciphered as uh, it, because it says, what does the liar do when he dies? And the message underneath is, he lies still. So that's very Riddler in the ultimatum. And here you see, you know, emo uh, Bruce Wayne, you know, 
Teddy says, looking very Twilight, but we have our Catwoman, Miss Kravitz. And Batman, looking very he's not second sparkly. year. He doesn't look very Twilight. <laughs> he's not sparkly. He could, use, he could use a bit more chin to be Batman. Nobody sparkles in Gotham. He has to get punched first. Yeah. Then it's he's a bit more up. chin. But here you see the smiles, which, you know... It, all the villains that you see are working to be the crime lords that you know. To where we saw Catwoman, and she's just a burglar. Obviously, Batman still has access to a jet engine. Um... Kev- and Kevlar. That people didn't know who that was at first. That's the penguin. That's Colin Farrell. Yep. He looks like he There's did- another actor that he looks he like. Christian right Bale that shit, man. He straight up Christian Bale Dick Cheney that shit. He looks he looks convincing as a penguin and everybody was wondering how that was going to look. And it looks fantastic. And then in this you see uh the mat, the head wrapped up with the glasses. That's the Riddler. Some people were saying, "Oh my God, they added Hush." No, Hush isn't in this. That was the Riddler, Catwoman, and the Penguin that we know. Another thing we know is the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Uh, this trailer was announced at the Fandom. Takes place in the Arkham game universe. So we have one game. That is a reboot for the Batman yes. franchise, and another one which is still going on in that universe. I have heard rumors that the main baddie is actually going to be Brainiac, which we see right there, who is actually controlling the Justice League. Hence, why the Suicide Squad has to attack the Justice League. Okay, uh, attack cool. or kill? That is I cool. We'll leave that as a gray line. You figure out. <laughs> if they die, it's okay. I mean, it's suicide to fight up against Superman or Batman anyway, so... But, I mean, in-game engine-wise, looks good. They give you here. You see in the little Harley Quinn just being... Harley. Harley. Yeah. That's all I can really say about that. Harley. And, obviously, this is a better trailer with sound, but... I like the style of Harley Quinn that they're going with. It's kind of mixed with, uh, you know, Suicide Squad. Not the Suicide Squad. Um, And there you're Captain Boomerang, which has, like, a teleport ability with the boomerang, which, whatever. And then you're Deadshot. Um, Interesting look. Don't hate it. No Ed from accounting. Already better than the movie. King Shark. Already better than the movie. Well, the movie we already know about, yeah. but uh, this game could be another just gem for DC because DC is doing games right with the Arkham franchise for yep. the most part, and now here with uh, Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad, some pretty heavy hitters, man. I still want you know like a, a Flash game, Green Lantern, you know maybe just like a Justice League game. But maybe this could cascade into something that is very much what you're not expecting to see. It's giving you the limitations that you need in a video game that the, you know, heroes are... You get those tropes that they're just easily passed off in comics and movies and stuff like that. That's where games, you know, the fans are a little bit more critical. I have to ask Katarina this one. Do you like the design of Harley in this game, or would you prefer that it was... A classic design. Um, 
I like this design. The the classic Harley is classic, of course, but in 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 real life, it doesn't translate as well. Yeah, I like this outfit. It's, it's not functional thing. for sure. That's that's one compendium. <laughs> that's one compendium I have. I mean, just, is mad love. Just the headgear alone. Oh yeah, <laughs> would not. But yeah, how as do you like sneak when you're gen extra skin. <laughs> You know, an extra outfit that you could put on her like they do with Spider-Man all the time. Or make that a DLC where you only have to be in that costume in order to complete the task. Yes. That would yeah. be different. Yeah. Like having to wear the janitor Because it's not outfit. a one-size-fits-all skin. It was and here like we see our big baddie Superman even making King Shark quake. That's an awesome King Shark. I hope the movie King, uh, King Shark Yeah, he looks great. Too. The yeah. animation on this is great. Fantastic. Really and then Superman just kind of, woo, kind of injustice vibes off of that Superman, you know? The real murdery. Yeah. Sipped a little bit of the murderade that morning. But they're going to go up against him, which is a feat in and, of a, in and of itself. And, of course, Kat is going to be looking away for this next story. I get She'll ready be for Thick Boys. In a minute or two. <laughs> but Wonder Woman 1984, the trailer shows us a look at Cheetah's full transformation and shows off Wonder Woman's golden wings, as well as riding the lightning Metallica style. Uh... You know, we see more of her mascara. We see... I I love this. Yeah. She wants to look. She wants to look, but she's being very dedicated, so we have to move on. Here's the Metallica moment, Ride the Lightning, which we saw from the first trailer. Uh, It is looking great. And I love the way that they're going with this, to where they have, like, the wishing stone, which is how you're getting Steve Trevor back, and you're also... That's how you get the final form for Cheetah, is the wishing stone. She wants to be the ultimate predator, so she becomes that. And I know Mark doesn't like Kristen Wiig, but I think that this movie really shows legs when it comes to, you know, what they can do with this. Because everybody wants to see it. COVID has pushed it back and back and back. But Gail Godot is one of the best Wonder Woman ever. In the panel, they had Linda Carter pop up. And you see, like, Kristen Wiig's face just go into instant nerd and complete just completely gushing over the, the fact that she's in this massive Zoom call with Linda Carter. And it's it's just such a touching moment, but she's just like, has this moment of just like Wonder Woman. And they both do the X for Exhibit, the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that's big that's fans, for, right? big fans, big fans. No, I'm sorry, that's for Wakanda. That's for Wakanda. What? No. <laughs> that's for Wakanda. Yeah. I didn't know they were in the same universe. Learn something new every day. Well, you know, there's uh, gray lines everywhere. But it really looks good. Uh, he the, Here, they're kind of going cheeky with the end to where he's just like, nobody can see me. But she's like, oh, shit, I forgot to tell you about Radar. There we see the tail. We see Cheetah. Fantastic looking. Gold wings are coming off, bitch. You're not watching, are you? <laughs> no. No. But yes. <laughs> popping off the gold wings. No. Wonder Woman 1984, how could you not be sold by this? Still no release date. This is the funny part. She's trying to find a new outfit for him. And the fanny pack's a nice touch. <laughs> the street clothes. Here's these like, parachute pants. Does everybody parachute? <laughs> and it's just, he's just the perfect person for that. He's the perfect Chris for that movie. 
And now Katarina's going to join the conversation again. You're all good. We already know you were watching. You just weren't listening, but... Thank you. Yes, but... I was. I did mention, and this is not a spoiler or anything, but during the Comic Con panel, one of the best things is that you all, you had Gail Godot and you had Kristen Wiig and all the cast members, but then they surprised them with uh, Linda Carter, and she popped oh. up in there, and you could just see Lin- you could see Kristen Wiig's fa- face instant go to, oh my god, it's her, it's Wonder Woman, and she was nerding out over it, and it was fantastic. But none of them knew that she was going to be there. None of them knew. That's awesome. And then she threw up the X for exhibit. The rap. <laughs> it's still funny the mind. second time. I purposely started watching Fandom late because I wanted to miss all the Wonder Woman. Stuff. And you tuned in right after that, right? Because yep. did, you saw the Neil right Gaiman and all that. And, uh, bat, yeah, and bat, uh, Gotham Knights. I came on just as they were introducing Gotham Knights. That was yes. So the other thing that they did announce is the Suicide Squad. However, oh, this is James Gunn, not Kevin Gunn's movie. Okay. Kevin uh, uh, Kevin Gunn's over there with Damian Wayans playing Gotham Knights <laughs> at WMMR. But here we see we see Polka Dot Man, we see Margot Robbie, and we see all of the badassness. John Cena. Is a dickhead Captain America. Can we rewind it? I, I didn't love see that. him. You you can't see him. Okay. <laughs> but um, it wouldn't be a James Gunn movie if uh, his brother wasn't in it, and he's playing Weasel. Um, there's a lot of talent in here. Nathan Fillion is TDK, which is a character just made up for this movie. Um, uh, I would make Mika a character. Mika Farrar is Javelin. Um, I said that name wrong, but they pretty much said if you are feeling attached to a character in this movie, don't because you're going to be crushed. It's that kind of movie. It's named the Suicide Squad. People are going to die. Expect anything. You know? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not about the Care Bears? Separate theater. Really? Rainbow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready, guys? It's time for the Care Bear Stare. <laughs> and they stare. I love their how they just away. stand erect and just go like this and mm, all puff out your chest. <laughs> and a ray Please. of light shoots out of it, but no rays of light There's here. Only death and destruction. And the Amanda Waller. Is that how it works? Um, Mickey Rourke as Savant. Or not Mickey Rourke. That's um. Who are you talking to? Watching that's a the wrestler. Yondo, uh, the guy Yondo. who played Yondo. Ronald Reagan. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Michael. He may Rooker? have been your father, Michael. boy, but he ain't your daddy. Mike Rooker. There you go, Michael Rooker. Yes, is you got it. it. Yes. Is that what I say? But I, I give uh, credit. He, he did you. give you credit. I can't hear you right, as well because uh, it's you got to suffer for the fedora, man. So open up a separate <laughs> tab. Yeah. <laughs> Open up a separate tab and then go to the next story after the fandom for this little bit because they only give you that little look at no up there the blue one flash they only give you that little look at the flash I actually watched the trailer this was as entertaining yeah they they only give you a little look here we see the flash and control it so you can uh, there's a better look so we can get a better look at the Batman um there we go scroll Batman. in more. Because that is Michael Keaton's Batman 
as well as uh, our Azera Miller, Miller Flash in a new Flash suit made by Batman. Whether it's that Batman or Ben Affleck Batman, we don't know. But I love that suit. It comes from the comics to where it just kind of comes on from the big... Yeah, it's like a power from the Triforce... Tri not Triforce. Uh, speed Force. Different Force. <laughs> um, a power from the Speed Force just <laughs> sticks the metal stuff to him. And it's a sleek... It's a nice-looking suit. It's a nice-looking suit. Uh, but they really go went in-depth in the panel for this to where, you know, this is going to be a great movie. It's not going to be a direct from the comics telling of Flashpoint, but it's two Batman, one Flash. You can't go wrong with it, especially with Michael Keaton and the Flash having a nice new suit. I want to see Michael Keaton in his original suit. I don't want to see him as like a Batman Beyond suit. I, I want him in that original. The, like, 80 pounds of rubber suit. Unless... I don't it's going to be a Batman fit, Beyond movie, then... If it segues it. into a Batman Beyond movie, then yes. yes. That would be acceptable then. Well, this is them but embracing the Triforce. The, the tri <laughs> I got a Triforce on the brain. But no, this is them embracing the multiverse oh. and seeing what they did better than Marvel. Because they inadvertently created a multiverse of just different timelines. Because now you can also leave... The Matt Reeves Batman in its own universe have yep. the uh, Joker Batman be a different Batman and everybody in this culmination of inf Crisis on Infinite Earths being a movie do you think they'll kind of redo the Crisis on Infinite Earth? Well here's the thing now that you know, spoiler alert, Stephen Amell's Green Hour is dead. This next point if you go back to the fandom, this next point is kind of where I see the DC extended universe coming back together is with this man. Um, I've been waiting sound. for this moment, but that is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, Black Adam first look shows a cool concept. It doesn't video. matter what your universe is. Oh my! A goodness. cool concept video <laughs> created by Jim Lee and artist Boss Logic that we talked about in a previous podcast. Boss Logic did the artwork, hence why he's at the fandom. And, you know, it's our first look at what Black Adam is going to look like, even if it's in the conceptual art I phase right broke. now. They have nothing shot on this, as opposed to the Matt Reeves Batman, they have 25% shot. So this is just just to tide you over, show you how he's uh, his lore is and how he's supposed to look. Um, it gives you a look. Uh, a little bit later at the Justice Society of America members like Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Atom Smasher as well. So, with that being Black Adam, with the Justice Society of America attached to the film, and, you know, Shazam, I, I, I love this. The old wizard, you know, popping in there as well as him. I think this is going to be such a good move for DC because they also said that The Rock has reportedly, it was said that The Rock says he wants them to save the, uni the you know, DC Extended Universe. And y you listen to Dwayne Johnson when he says he something. He is an avid fan. Like, yeah. you just watch his feed. 
other than him working out consistently. He is an avid fan. Besides so. working out and motivation, then he is a complete avid fan. But <laughs> and the movies and TV and all everything else that he does. But there's a fan in there in the nutshell. This and is the a cool. guy at 21 years old only had seven dollars in his bank account, and yeah. now he's the richest paid actor. In Hollywood, you're gonna right, so listen spend to this all guy. my money, but seven dollars, and then just work out a lot, get into wrestling, get a movie deal, and then eventually become a famous movie star. Right? That's how it works. He broke records everywhere he went. Okay, so you got to break matter. the records. That's probably where I'm gonna fail. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Have you failed? Only if I don't try. But or, or learn. One person that's still trying is Neil Gaiman. He did have his own ma- uh, moment during the panel talking about the audio stuff. There's no picture for Neil Gaiman. He, they, they didn't care about him enough. Oh. Um, but he gave us an update on Sandman. Uh, the Sandman adaptation for Netflix is still happening, but due to COVID, they are unable to pin down a debut date or yep. even begin filming. As expected. Yeah. But they're still making it. They're still going through with it. They may cancel it after two seasons, but you I know what? They're going to try. I so a small little lull. But the Netflix season, it's he said it's going to be essentially the same for the first Sandman comic, but when he wakes up, it's going to be now and not 1988. So um, with this one is just locking on the story because this story alone is shocking. Static shocking, that is. Static shock, the movie, is in talks at Warner Brothers. How awesome was that segue? But <laughs> Reginald Hudlin <laughs> confirms that there quality are... Quality segue. Like they are that. in talks. Uh, we enjoy a quality segue. The talks are taking place about the so developing of a movie around it. Does it. When you so know satisfying. that he's smiling during yeah. a segue, an angel gets their wings. That's it, that's it true. That's <laughs> it, folks. It goes. That's why I Douche. wear a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the talks are in take, uh, taking place about the development of the movie around the milestone character, Static. DC Comics announced the plans to digitize the long outprinted original Milestone Comics and it's relaunching. Uh, the line in February 2021. So you're going to get old Static Shock comics being reprinted. You're also, uh, it mentioned during the DC fandom panel that they're, uh, they have been talking about putting Static into one of the animated direct-to-home media DC Universe movies, which would be great because we saw him in a couple different ones, especially Young Justice and uh, the sequel to that he's been a character in. Yep. So you know, outside of that original 2001 animated series, which made all of us fall in love with Static Shock. And then he did, you know, crossovers in Batman and Superman, Justice League, Unlimited, and all that. So he's a great character that he could take on that Miles Morales role for DC, to where Marvel is really holding on to Miles Morales and they're using him as this launching point for a new generation. Static Shock could be that launching point for that new generation as well. Another thing that might be a launching point is this next story because the Justice League 2 and Man of Steel 2 are reportedly on the cards with Zack Snyder helming. And rumors are saying that the hype behind the Snyder Cut has 
that that has generated has convinced the studio to revisit its plans for a Justice League sequel, as well as a Man of Steel sequel, and reportedly like another Man of Steel after that. Because they haven't even gotten into like Mister Mixelplex or Brainiac or half of Spider or Superman's real hardcore villains, which is another testament to that they just rushed it. Yeah, but now I think the COVID gave them time because everybody's watering at the mouth for more Snyder cut, more Snyder cut. Well, and they're now also they're looking for it. They're they're looking to pull content with you know to kind of publish it with. Minimum effort, and the Snyder Cut gives you that during the time of COVID. Well, they're still spending a lot of money on that Snyder Cut. Like what? They don't have more to, million. They don't have to repay the actors to do it. It's There's already some minor reshoots, okay. but that's not bad. Now, the report claims that early talks put the Justice League Two back on the agenda have taken place, but Snyder's involvement still remains in the air. Tipsters go on to speculate that the filmmaker could uh, well be offered a sequel if uh, the cut of the original Justice League ends up being a smash hit when it lands on HBO Max in four parts next year. So, four hour-long parts of Justice League are going to determine the Snyderverse future, which I really hope that continues. And they, they need the slow burn it. I, w- I went back and rewatched um, Batman vs Superman because signed on to the HBO Max, yep. and it wasn't bad. If you just ignore Jesse Eisenberg, it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. So just ignore the villain. Just, like <laughs> just remove the antagonist, and it's I, a I pleasant feature. I do think feature. they made some questionable decisions there, but. On the yes. whole, I never understood why it got Kelly? such a low rating and why they got so much hate. I liked it. I mean, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill were the most amazing part of that movie. I mean, well, I even and I'm not a big one for romance among superheroes. I'm not a big romance person in general, but I really love that Superman that that part where he is so in tune with Lois Lane's heartbeat. Yeah. That when she was drowning, he was able to like tune in and get. Yeah. It. That was and a great that, moment. And it's something that is a, like a callback to the comics, and I appreciate that, even though... That's more of a most testament of the time I think to it's his like power. Yeah. Well, it's a testament to his power, but it's also, it shows the emotional connection that he has towards Lois, to where out of every single voice on Earth... Out of 10 billion people on Every Earth. sound, <laughs> ever... Produced from that planet to who knows what else he can hear in the cosmos, right. he singles out her heartbeat, and that goes to—that's love, right there. But there, th- and it's it goes really to, the only time I've shipped them as a couple. Yeah, <laughs> but that's also a throwback to when his mom was telling him he has to tune everything out and calm his mind. So now, yeah. in that moment, he used that advice and did that. Right, but didn't power of Man Martha. Of, didn't Man of Steel also like Lois was with the guy with another guy and she had like the super kid and that was, was, that was Superman people and had his penis. That's a different tonight. universe. That was Brandon Routh's Superman. Not that's, yeah, that's, oh, that's a different Superman. Different multiverse. Ke- the Kevin Spacey Kryptonite penis is a different movie. Okay, it's a different. That's a different. I loved Kevin Spacey though. 
I didn't see that. Can't see that now. Said, but then his career went. Yeah, I can't say that now. But in that time, I loved Kevin Spacey. I think that's a perfectly adequate thing to say. Like that I used to enjoy Bill Cosby is a perfectly fine sentence. And you know, Bill, Bill Cosby, Cosby is the man is a different sentence now. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. you look at his work when he was doing Bill Cosby himself when he did the stand-up... Oh, everybody his loved his stand-up. They've, they've had his records. They still listen to him. Maybe yep. not now, but they no, used to. No, not now. But, yeah, he he did things. He was definitely he dropped by Columbia. Anyway, <laughs> go back to Kevin Spacey. Yeah. It gives a whole new look on American Beauty, though. Yeah, it does. Oh, it you does. want me to do a movie about what? I, I actually might be that. interested in that. The movie? I mean, yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah that, that's sure. what I was talking Whatever about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Whatever to get back to the original is. story, the leak also added that Dwayne Johnson is pushing for Warners to keep the DCEU together. The Rock is thought to have a lot of sway at the studio, and there are signs that he may so. get his wish. Because he's Dwayne the Rock motherfucking Johnson. (laughs) The man is the size of a mountain. Who's going to argue with him? He turned himself into an action figure. The most electrifying man in entertainment today. And he said that when I was like nine. He's the most electrifying man in I remember when he was rocking my idea. That's what it was. I knew the wrestling (laughs) fan would remember his exact words. Because, because, Because originally it was Sports entertainment, yeah. and now in all of entertainment. Yeah, and he'll throw that down every time he joins WWE. I follow him on Instagram. I watch him like when he posts stuff because he just makes everything better. And he's going to make the DC Universe better. You know, I, I had co-workers saying, like, oh, me and my dad were talking about DC. They're going to do make big moves. They are. Like this place. We're making big moves over here to the Gaming DVD Exchange where you can find <laughs> all of your gaming needs. Mark Gervais over there. You go there and talk to his team, man. They are the most friendly staff and the most knowledgeable, too. They got a bunch of rare gems that just came in, so I can't wait yes, to do another walkthrough do. in this store because you never know what we're going to find at the Gaming DVD Exchange, what kind of d- unsung treasures or pieces of history or even memories that we will pull out of thin air just from a box and all the magic that comes from going to this place. That's why we keep going. Plus, it's been long enough. We're making a live appearance and we're going there, man. We're hopping on back over to 23. So... I'm really excited for it. Um, I've been itching at it. We know we everybody knows we had that big thing planned with Mark with uh, Delco Mania that fell out, but we're still very heavily involved with this store because they are fantastic and they're doing the Lord's work. So we're going to give them a nice shout out here in our little advertisement section. If you want your business popped up here and have a special advertisement saying something, just let us know. Hop on over to pjwh.com and contact the team and let us know. Like this next story. Let us know about the Resident Evil Netflix series today. Uh, the reveal is the first official detail of the movie. Scroll, scroll down. We don't need to see the Reagan yet. There we go. All they showed was... Uh, scroll up a little bit more. All they showed was... Down. Do you want them up on the screen? Just leave it. Stage screen. He's got it. 
Anyway. Why wouldn't you want to stare at the world? Why would you want to look at the picture? There's words. There's advertisements we could be looking we at. We could be helping other people. <laughs> one thing, one person uh, that's helping themselves is Netflix, because uh, today they confirmed that it is, in fact, working on a live-action Resident Evil series. It's been long rumored. Andrew Dabb, Suture, of Suture Natural, um, <laughs> serves as showrunner, while Bronwyn Hughes of The Walking Dead will direct the f- and produce the first two episodes, of which... There are going to be eight total, each an hour long. Additionally, Netflix revealed the first plot details of the upcoming show, and it's going to feature two different timelines. Uh, Showrunner said that, uh, I'm incredibly excited to tell a new chapter in this amazing story and bring the first ever Resident Evil series to the Netflix members around the world for every type of Resident Evil fan, including those joining us for the first time. The series will be complete with a lot of old friends and some things bloodthirsty, insane things people have never seen before. So, there is that, and in the first timeline, 14-year-old sister uh, sisters Jade and Billy Wesker are moving to New Raccoon City, because what could go wrong there? Nothing. Maybe an outbreak, place. bit of a, I don't know, a pandemic. Starting from there, possibly. Oh, yeah. You said the buzzword for 2020. Ah, pandemic! No, 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 Pee Wee Herman it's on not that. The same. Okay. It's, it's not, not the, the same, same without Kelly. Uh, a manufactured uh, corporate town forced on them uh, right at, uh, at adolescence as it's in full swing. Uh, but more time they spend there, the more they come to realize that the town is more than it seems to be. Their father may be concealing dark secrets. A secret that could destroy the world. The world. So the cutscene, cut to the second timeline, well uh, well over a decade in the future. There are less than 15 million people left. Can you tell me the secret? No. No. Damn. Mm -hmm. So, um... But I want to know. And more than 6 billion monsters. 6 billion? So 15 million against 6 billion. Billion. If it wasn't Resident Evil, right. it would be pretty weird to say, I am curious how the liquor is going to look. Yeah. People and animals are <laughs> So maybe, maybe it spreads through the liquor. You never know. <laughs> okay. In this second timeline, Jay. I, I think I got the reaction I was looking for because Canarita looks like somebody farted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now 30, Jade struggles to survive in this new world, as she should, because, you know, if you're doing fine in the zombie apocalypse where everything is fucking infected, I'm going to maybe have your life in uh, question over there. Yeah. Now she's just taking really big horse pills called Fuck It All. (laughs) (laughs) So while her secrets of her past about her sister, her father, and herself continue to haunt her, uh, we'll have to see how this story progresses. But centering around, you know, at least one person that makes it 30 years in the future, we know at least. That's a bit depressing, though. 
At least they're telling you it's going to be two timelines, and they're not pulling a Witcher to where like, no, we're just going to hop around. We're in the future. We're in the past. <laughs> we're over here in the current present. We're going all around. Like, calm down, Captain ADD. <laughs> but he's allowed. He's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> no current release date on the Resident Evil series. But Chris has a game coming out. That's the promo right there. That's uh. the promo. Chris's <laughs> new think game. That's the highlight reel. You doing that? Yeah. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's a fresh shave too, <laughs> so it looks just <laughs> like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fishball. Um, <laughs> but here we see the first CG trailer teasing uh, what is to come for the upcoming Lord of the Rings game um, from. Derelict Entertainment has officially been released. Gollum is shown uh, in a cave as he emerges to look when out of what, release date? what appears to be Mount Doom. Uh, the volcano in what which the platforms one, are we on? The One Ring is eventually destroyed in the Lord of the Rings movie. The game itself is a prequel to... Will I be in a pizza? <laughs> and it's known as a stealth action game. Stealth and action will game. be heavily on, uh, heavily focused on narrative and following Gollum Schmeagel, Obviously. Uh, from his own perspective, is scheduled for release. So it's not about Frodo? No. It's scheduled for release 2021 on PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC. A little bit misleading. Like this next story, Sony is a bit misleading. PlayStation 5 pre-orders are not available yet, but Sony offers you a chance to buy it first. Yeah, Sony. I actually got a notification on my phone today. Yeah. So. Sony is giving its fans right, with a U.S.-based address a chance to sign up to be one of the first people to pre-order the PlayStation 5. If you go to PlayStation 5 Direct Pre-orders page on PlayStation's website, Sony mentions that there will be a limited quality, uh, quantity of PlayStation 5 consoles available for pre-order. So we will be inv- uh, inviting some of our ex- existing customers to be one of the first to pre-order one from PlayStation. So a little bit of information there. you got to live in the States. You have to be a PlayStation customer. Have, you have to have bought their shit. <laughs> if you don't want to buy their shit and you're like, No, I want to try you, but I want to try you first. <laughs> mm, fuck off. No. Um, the reservations will be taken on a first come first serve basis so if you are selected Sony encourages you to follow the instructions and act fast it doesn't matter if you're shitting if you're at your grandmom's house if you're mowing the lawn as soon as you get that you better pre-order that shit now yeah you could be do- not on your grandmother. Good lord! <laughs> what is she doing in the room while you're shitting? That's disturbing. You got a disturbing family. <laughs> There's 75 of them, so you got to be a Thursday. Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday. Uh, encourages you to hack fast. So, um, <laughs> the selection of who gets chosen for the PlayStation you pre-order broke yourself. is based on previous interest and PlayStation activities. In quotes. So those are uh, the selective will be able to pre-order and go back to the story and go to the pre-order up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Down. There we go. That's what you're able to pre-order. One PlayStation 5 console or 
uh, digital edition. Two DualSense wireless controllers, two DualSense charging stations, two Pulse 3D wireless headsets, See, they two media smart. remotes, and two HD cameras. They were smart. They said digital edition and not discless. Yeah. Discless, set, when you say it fast, sounds wrong. It sounds like dickless. The dickless <laughs> system. Wait, your other one has a dick? Where? Does it go in like a dog? Like, does it hide? <laughs> kind of like weird. a seraphim in dogma. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so that's... Mm. Angels are ill-equipped. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't drink either. You have to spit. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Yes. Uh, he he was a spitter. <laughs> okay. I'm leaving that in. That's good. <laughs> So, if you can live outside the United States, you can still register it if you have a U.S.-based address. But unfortunately, if you're outside the U.S. in period, you're fucked. One thing that's not fucked is this next story. Avengers Endgame. Not Endgame. The Marvel's Avengers game. There we go. um, Released the CG trailer. And we'll also have an Endgame announcement. Yeah, they will have an Endgame. Maybe Doctor Strange will pop up randomly and say, we're in the end game now. Oh, okay. If it was a Japanese game, he would pop up out the corner like, like we're in the end game. <laughs> if it was done by NetherRealm Studios, it would yeah. be toasty. Yeah. So to celebrate the impending release, Crystal Dynamics has released a brand new CG trailer that should get the blood pumping as it features the full team assembling to take on Ames forces, led by the giant head himself, MODOK. The trailer is action-packed. It kicks off Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, Thor, and Iron Man running through forces of AIM through the team isn't fully complete until one Miss Marvel makes her dramatic entrance. So... Uh, possibly the most important thing to note here, though, is that a rather hefty-sounding day one patch f- is coming for this game. 18 gigabytes big. However, uh, digital purchases of the game will already have that included in okay. the install. So, players can choose to either ignore the patch with Square Enix stating... Oh, they can't choose to ignore the patch with Square Enix stating no, no that place. it is required for uh, play due to the out, uh, updates and fixes it includes, which were made following player feedback uh, about the beta. So they took your comments, questions, and concerns from the beta, and they fixed shit, and that's where your day one patch is coming in if you're buying it. So if you have... Um, an Xbox, say, and you don't want to pay for live, you're going to need the internet. <laughs> There's the no internet. way around it. Imagine that. Yeah. For those of you living off the grid, you're fucked. There's a lot of people that are fucked this podcast. <laughs> I don't think they're watching. We're all fucked! Everyone's gonna die! So it's releasing September 4th everywhere. This is the interesting thing. Deluxe editions will allow you to play for 72 hours before launch. So you could start your Avengers journey early. This message has been brought to you by Fuck It All. F-U-K-I-T-O-L. 50 milligrams will serve you just right and you won't give a shit. 
I tell you one thing you're going to give a shit about? That's the next story. Because <laughs> Mafia Definitive Edition had a narrative trailer released today during GamesCon. There's cons and domes all over this podcast. We start off with a fan dome and we end off with a com. And at pjnwh.com. That's a great one. That's a good one. Yeah, I got go it. Deep. Pat myself on the back. Thank you. Hangar 13 revealed a new trailer for Mafia, which showed off some of the remake's narrative and cutscenes. The trailer showed us a new cutscene featuring the Salieri family, clips of various characters, as well as a few brief moments of what looked like actual gameplay, including vehicles and combat. I'm so. still surprised at the graphics of this game. This game mm. originally came out almost 15 years ago for the first one. The second one came out around 20. Oh, I remember, yeah. Um, so these games still hold up. Yeah. And you can play them, and they had a bunch of Easter eggs. Because this is building off of Godfather and um, Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City Stories. It was a mix of Godfather and yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Like, and those two great. worlds mashed up. And so these. Great. 2K did it right. So yeah. Now they're up. They, this is not a shot-for-shot shot remake. Some of the changes include tweaks to the story and update drive, uh, updated driving model, changes to the layout of Lost Haven, and even the cover shooting mechanics from Mafia 3. So it's available on September 25th for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Amazing game. It's a classic just... It's one you put in the Hall of Fame, the Gaming Hall of Fame. Honestly, I'm, I'm still eager to play too. Mafia, Fable, Halo, um, you know, there's a bunch in the Hall of Fame that need to be. And if you're a person that doesn't like playing or can't play, you can always watch a full game playthrough. Yeah, man, that's why Twitch has a whole audience. So, the next uh, story involves a ray gun. I'm sorry, that's a top ray. Gun. Uh, that's a typo. Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I wish I had that shirt. You know what the funny thing is? is I missed the hat. Wore that shirt today. The hat was the key to the segues. That's my thought. Well, I smell hippies. <laughs> so we got a trailer in here full of hippies. But Ronald Reagan Whoa. sends you to do something illegal in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War trailer. Activision I don't want to know. Activision, scroll down, we'll see the trailer. Activision reveal. Uh, fuck up. There, yeah, right at the top of the story. I watched this today, actually. So, um, Activision debuted this trailer for the new Black Ops Cold War with the expectation, uh, with the unexpected new character of President Ronald Reagan. This is actually building off of the first Black Ops game. It's like first Black Ops and then this one. This is the second time he's actually been in a Black Ops game. Still no Velociraptor, though. Uh, well, you know. It's not 1983. I had to break it to you now before you saw him in the trailer. Maybe maybe they'll incorporate the Velociraptor he on, didn't, on, whoa, he didn't have one on Cold War II. Once, once it gets to PC, there'll be a mod for that. I guarantee you a modder will put that motherfucker on a Velociraptor with an RPG. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Tell me Reaganomics won't work now. <laughs> so, he My version out. of Star Wars. <laughs> Reagan will ask you and your fellow operatives to commit potential war crimes in order to save the free world. 
the trailer features the discussion codenamed Perseus, a supposed KGB spy, which is based on real life Cold War events. Uh, the new character Russell Adler says uh, will sh- says that it will shift the balance of the Cold War if they do not do something to stop. So we got young Robert Redford yes. and and current day Carl Urban. In this same room, what a fucking time loop! I think that that is actually uh, Nick Nolte. I have spoken. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of voice acting now. But when you're discussing the legality of the missions, uh, that's when we get into the murky territory. Every mission we go on is illegal, says one of the black ops. There's guys. no comedy. and look how good Reagan looks in that. He, he didn't look that good in real life. <laughs> These next-gen graphics, man, I'm telling you. And the only problem I have with this is that there's no continuity. Yeah. George Sr.'s not there. Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't allowed in the room. Go play with your ball. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a ball in a cup right over there. <laughs> it's, on the, it's on your nightstand. I'll come get you when I'm done. The big, the big boys are talking. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan smash. <laughs> God, I need Ronald Reagan as the Hulk. God, that would be awesome. I sent some mod. Oh Reagan smash. <laughs> I sense another cardboard cutout. Uh, Here cardboard. I come, Nancy. <laughs> So, Black Ops character Frank Woods, who says a lot of innocent people will perish if we don't stop Perseus. You will catch it November 13th in the Black Ops. Open beta early access only on PS4. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't have access to that. That's the only story I have with Ronald Reagan, sadly. Oh, Oh, darn. But now, that means we're launching into the unknown. Unknown 9, that is. Awakening, announced for the PC and next-gen consoles. I uh, do believe there's a trailer with some beautiful bean footage. Uh, close calls uh, seem to be r- a routine for Haruna, as she is haunted by visions of her own death, and she is struggling to understand her mysterious power relating to a mysterious hidden dimension <laughs> known as the Fold. And April says... Oh my god, hilarious Reagan smash. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the title of the podcast. We will see. There may be more hilarious. April says, oh my god, hilarious Reagan smash. (laughs) So, the fold, which is uh, like the ghostly wave we see here, um, even though the little is known about the game, uh, the budding Unknown 9 franchise already has a great deal of material to explore, like Ronald Reagan as the Hulk. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> in addition to a scripted podcast, Unknown 9 Out of Sight, the first of a trilogy of novels has been released, Unknown 9 Genesis, as well as the comic series Unknown 9 Torment and Unknown 9 New Testicles. I made that last one up. <laughs> Each of these titles appear to be featuring dif- different lead characters than Haruna. What's that, Kat? I said this is a very phallic episode. We can't add that into the title, though. We already have (laughs) way too many phallic titles. As I'm sure you would imagine. You're probably surprised. No doubt. No doubt. (laughs) What are you going with? Erect Reagan smash? (laughs) That that doesn't sound that bad. (laughs) 
Would you rather oh. limp rig and smash? That's completely not believable. <laughs> but no release date, if you'd be surprised, has been announced for this, but oh. it will arrive on PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC. So the next bit that came out of Gamescom is Dragon Age 4 concept art has been revealed. Bioware went on a long... There's a behind-the-scenes video. That's the concept art. There's a lot more you get out of the video um, because they're letting you know that, hey, we're, we're working. We're still here. COVID happened, but we're, we have everybody on ball and chain. They're not going anywhere. They're six feet apart. And this is a, um, I think this is a deflect before yeah. Mass Effect remaster. Well, they're showing off the, uh, through the thought process of the team and the devs and you know, the working behind the scenes. So the developer's uh, passion for the craft, uh, for crafting an intricate story for Dragon Age 4 was very evident through this whole thing. We see some concept art here. And there's a lot of really great footage in here that could get you really excited. Especially the fact that they're focusing on an intricate story. And while the team has detailed some of the important direction that the plot will be heading, it also showed pieces of concept art that the players can use to help visualize the upcoming game. Bioware developers also discussed a bit of the story, saying that the game makes players truly feel as if they are playing the hero. At the same time, players may have to make difficult decisions when, though in power, are not willing to step up and down. That's right. I just hope the they have funny moments okay. like they did in Inquisition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this sneak peek has also shown some exciting uh, new game that players are eager to experience, but we see like them in the mocap suits behind the scenes doing yep. the small movements that they're sh- pretty much explaining, like, this is why our Bioware games play like they do, because we don't just put that attention in the story, we also put it in the mocap making it believable because everybody is that person. They want to make some people love that guy. They want to make some people hate that guy. Solace. Uh, Katarina, I just sent you a video. It's like two minutes long when you can watch it. It is hilarious, but it's in the Dragon Age realm. And here we see them with the mocap really putting a focus on just those common little things that if you're playing, you're not going to know they put that much attention to detail into I always love behind-the-scenes stuff. They're trying to make it so immersive that this is your escape. You're going into this world, and you're escaping with all these different monsters and you know all these bosses and big baddies that are going to get in your way. And the play style of Dragon Age has always been great. I have been a Bioware fan for a long time, and I think that they could really get back to their roots of Bioware-ness with this game. Because the last Mass Effect, we've said many times... Uh, it's not that it was a bad game it just came after such a well drawn out trilogy minus the ending yeah yeah I'll agree with that I can still see you licking your paws you know that hey he doesn't care one thing you do care about is the next story which is Star Wars Squadrons gets a new story mode trailer focusing on a single player mission for uh, the Imperial Army or the Rebel Alliance this game looks intense yeah the gameplay was narrated by producer Susan Hukong showcasing wide cast of characters and types of missions that you'll you find didn't watch that <laughs> Um, including a new look to an original trilogy <laughs> character. 
known as Wedge and Dillies. Hey, I've heard of him. So we see the Emperor, but we're also going to get to see Wedge in here, which is really cool. It'll be taking place after Return to the Jedi. Players will take uh, their pilots across a single-player story and various multiplayer missions, with progress uh, progression being tracked across all modes. Uh, they will also let you customize your ship and player with a range of cosmetic options, allowing pilots to change their appearance, voice, and outfits, and the ships will be able to apply different equipment to both the active and passive components within the ship's internals. So you'll have a lot of customization options of uh, eight different ships, a lot of different places, and the missions are staged so that you feel more immersed in the story that's going on and the gameplay. So, you know, with the next-gen graphics, a VR headset, you were living Star Wars right here in the cockpit of your favorite oh, ship. I can't wait. It's oh, just... Amazing. And there's Wedge. Like, oh, you're the one that made me uh, able to get that signal out. How are you? Like, God damn it, Wedge, thank you. So, I love... And they also show Hera in here from Rebels. So, all of your favorite characters are still here. I'm going to name my character game. Overweight Pilot number two. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, it is online, so you better register now. Yeah. <laughs> now, pilots will be taken. Will be ready Sorry, to launch on October second on PC, <laughs> PS4, and Xbox One. I can't wait for that one to pop on my PC or my PlayStation uh, because that's you need that Tie Fighter, like you need this VR. Medal of Honor game that you didn't know that you wanted, but I'll tell you this right now: Medal of Honor Above and Beyond reveals a new story trailer. Uh, this is an action-packed and incredibly immersive VR experience set in World War II, where you step into the boots of an agent of the Office of Strategic Services or OSS in a war-torn Europe. Deep single-player combat uh, campaign takes you through historic events on land, air, and sea, sabotaging Nazi bases, subverting enemy plans, and uh, aiding the French resistance, and much, much more. With the Oculus Rift only exclusive on that. Hmm. So they're bringing Medal of Honor right to your peepers in an entirely new and different way, and. I gotta say, I love this 1940s Europe VR experience. It's like hopping into a time machine, you know. I Could mean, you imagine. You remember that um, that uh, haptic feedback strap that I had? Remember hooking that up? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, the haptic feedback strap and then the treadmill. Like, y y that's the Matrix right there. They actually have the vest out now for that. I mean, that's just great, though. You know. The only bitch is, like, you'd actually have to drive the tank, like, in the seat. Like, you wouldn't have that third-person view, because it's all about immersion. Wait, you can't drive that. Oh, no. But it is VR, so maybe it's different. Well, we'll see. Than regular FPS. But we'll have to see. Oculus exclusive? We'll see if that eventually trickles down. Another thing that happened for some reason or other... Uh, during the Gamescom. Great is Scott! 
Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd himself, uh, for some reason, announced Surgeon Simulator 2 as a surprise launch to the Epic Games Store. And the best thing... The color is green. It's available today, (laughs) right now. You can hop on and grab Surgeon Simulator, but here's the best thing that they point out in the trailer. You don't need a VR headset. You can play with your keyboard, son, and it's co-op. Use a hammer to break some ribs. Throw it at his head. Saw off his arm. Amputate. Stick his head where his ass should be. I don't know. There's a bunch of shit you can do. Okay. The ass head thing probably isn't in this. This is given like, like severed arms. Dexter vibes. Yeah. Yeah. A less, um, a less meticulous Dexter. A less refined. Yeah. So the, this was his tutorial. The hectic and the stressful <laughs> gameplay. Well, in the in the GamesCon, Doc Sorry, Brown, you just killed somebody. Came back in time to let you know that this game came out, and that it was, was the lightning. whole reason why he was involved in this. So I found it a little bit weird, but I love. Surgeon Simulator 2 because Why is he mopping his face with bread? What is That's what you do with bread, isn't that what you do you do with bread? What do you do with bread? What do you do with bread? So oftentimes players are subjected to swaying out an entire rib cage for uh, those looking for dismemberment and even more body parts via the operation sim. The sequel, Surgeon Simulator 2, will allow uh, for entire limbs to be removed. And a number of new features will be present through the sequel. You'll have a story mode for four-player online co-op and even a creation mode. Uh, The multiplayer mode seems to be reminiscent of the Overcooked series, where teams must strategically collaborate to beat the clock. Uh, where, but so will your fellow yeah. surgeons be a help or a hindrance? So I would like to see their credentials, please. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> going to pass on. I'm probably going to pass on Captain Planet Surgeon Simulator. Yeah, I would. I'd be very interested to see what their uh, reviews are well, on Google. The creation mode allows the players to design their own levels, and their friends can experience the online co-op. And it's you know an interesting thing, but you can. Buy it on the Epic Store right now. I thought that's just an interesting kind of killer, game. but okay. I thought it was cool, but then I found something that was really cool. Here is Doom Eternal running at one thousand frames per second on a liquid nitrogen cooled PC. Yeah, at one thousand frames per second, it has to be cooled. Well, that's kind of what they. Are we going to see it at a thousand frames per second? Yeah. So, ID, uh, ID's lead programmer, uh, engine programmer, said that the ID Tech Seven powering Doom Eternal could run at a thousand frames per second, could. which is theoretically true, but also laughable, um, or so they thought. Which apparently overclockers out there can, in fact, do this. Bethesda recruited Polish hardware retailer XCOM. To it's spelled with a K, not the game XCOM, uh, to figure out how to <laughs> run Doom Eternal at a thousand frames per second, and then they did. 
The CPU is an Intel Core i7 97K at 6.6 gigahertz. The motherboard is an Asus Maxim Xi Apex. Looks like he's coating it with tar. The GPU is an Asus RTX 2080 Ti Strix at 2 is by it, 8 gigabytes. Is it really safe to handle liquid nitrogen like that? The RAM is the HyperX well, Predator, 400,000 megahertz, CL19, 18 by 2 gigabyte. And the drive is a Samsung 512 gigabyte M2 NVMe Evo Plus. The power is uh, Be Quiet 1200 watts. That rig in itself is like twenty thousand dollars, but it's a thousand frames per second. The it's real thing you should be worried about out. with this rig is where the fuck are you going to get the liquid nitrogen? They don't sell that at CVS. <laughs> it's not well, at Walmart in aisle twelve next to the to Anthrax. Target, you, you have to go order. back in time to when Radio Shack was open. Maybe Trader Joe's. <laughs> you get a discount with the Amazon Prime. Where's your liquid nitrogen? where you can get uh, plutonium on every corner. Maybe we'll ask Reagan. <laughs> I used to buy my liquid nitrogen over at the Amway. <laughs> so I mean, that they did it. Thousand frames per second, man. They kept having to pour liquid nitrogen in there. Which well, since we're having so many '80s throwbacks, I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, man, that is impressive. And Doom Eternal has also announced it during the GamesCon that they're going to be releasing the first DLC. So you're getting more stuff out of Doom Eternal. So why not run it at a thousand frames per second? Because I can't. I can just picture them. It's just like, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We need more NOS. Yeah. (sighs) It's like driving a funny car to work, you know? Just (laughs) like, do you really need to drive that? Like, yes. Yes, Driving a funny car to work, and out comes 15 clowns. I'd probably just end up. (laughs) I'd probably just end up watching Netflix and playing, you know, a 2D low graphic game on it anyway. So it'd be a waste. What are you playing on your computer that can run a thousand frames per second on Doom Eternal? I'm just playing Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Emulated. I got an emulator going, and then on the other screen, emulator, you know, you know, oh, I got Legend Decora playing over here, and then I got the Super Mario Brothers emulator. I got to keep adding liquid nitrogen every 10, 10 minutes, but it's cool. Man, what do you think, Reagan? I don't know. <laughs> keep that away from my Velociraptor <laughs> or Reagan Smash. <laughs> so we end off this podcast not with Reagan smashing. That would be a really weird and different podcast. And I think Nancy would have a problem. But, kids, what if? (laughs) Our end segment today is what if you could have your likeness replace a superhero? Well, mine's already being made a game, so, like, I don't have to work. Well, now you have to be creative. (laughs) Obviously, the softball there, Golem, yes, you're already one. But actually, we're getting trademark infringement because you're on the show. They're like, yeah, we own that. They're constantly pinging us like yeah, this motherfucker oh, every, keeps every putting Gollum in every I, one of his podcasts. I, I mean, you can slip me stuff. in. You can just put put a wig on me, and I can be. Um, Why are we gonna put a wig? Gene Simmons from Kiss? No, I don't have the tongue for that. No. Just, um, <laughs> don't hold <laughs> the tongue. Fine, Paul Stanley. 
Green Goblin from First Spider Man. You could just throw a William. Oh, uh, you can you can pass for a William Defoe. Yeah. I could. Uh, green Green Goblin. Okay. Um, honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't go with somebody who wears a mask because that kind of defeats the purpose, right? Like well, with your Iron Man. You know, Spider Man is always okay, so. Well, that is Every true. Every four seconds, he's got Spider-Man. to take his mask off. Yeah. How did they figure out who I was? You're walking around with your damn mask off every three seconds. Well, he's getting waterboarded every time it rains. <laughs> okay. You know? I mean, shit. <laughs> just, who do you work it's, for? It's called... Please let me under the awning. Permeable. <laughs> That oh. is the definition, kids. Now, one and I, the Project Power got a uh, movie. Jamie Foxx that didn't got watch shit it yet. It got that shit. That is amazing. It, I thought it was good. It was Mark good. saw a bunch of plot holes. I enjoyed I don't, it. I don't, but don't the, look for that. Enjoy the. Film. One of the major yeah. reasons why I loved that movie was you get to see uh, Machine Gun Kelly getting waterboarded by Jamie Foxx. That is worth the price of. The but Machine Gun Kelly is like on fire. So mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx figures out how to waterboard the Human Torch. It's great. I thought it was a great movie. If you want to be overly critical, whatever. Yeah, there were some things, but it's leading, leading a guy things open for another movie. Walk around on fire and live. Yeah, it's not realistic. It's not. It's but not. Uh, in that same aspect, I would even pick like Superman. I really wouldn't pick back, uh, pick Batman because, like I said, mask. Um, Shazam, I thought it would be a you really great one. You still have to one. act like Bruce Wayne, though. Where is she? I got it. But, interesting, like, put the Mike Tyson stuff like that with superheroes. Man. I also thought, like, for a superhero, we could do villain another time and stuff like that, but for superhero, I would probably side off. I wouldn't want to be too cliche, but I would go with Shazam. Okay. Super- or Wolverine. Shazam. Right. I got the hype for Wolverine. I, you know, I'm gonna have to go with Batman because I think that'd be really funny. You know what? That really would. <laughs> no, he'd be a good professor. You know what? Bruce Wayne has a red beard and Batman. So does Batman. Big red beard. I thought he was supposed to have know. discernible features. Well, he's out. got a flaming red good beard. <laughs> but no, I could see him as Professor X sitting in the chair just. What happened to the beard, Bruce? The scarecrow said, I mean, I wanted to trim it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to do with the scarecrow. It caught on fire when I was Batman. I mean, I, I caught it. I was I can, too hot. You know, with the proper so aesthetic, second pull, good joker. Because yeah. I got the voice for it. I can do it. It's not yeah. That's not entirely hard. Yeah. Cat, obviously, I mean, do we need to ask you? <laughs> <laughs> We already know you're two. Wonder Woman and Zatanna. Yep. Unless you were going to go somewhere different with that, but those are two well, great polls. I thought that those two obviously would be the ones that I would go to first. They are the, you know, they are your yeah. softballs. Yes. Yeah, those are the softballs. Like his is gold. Like, pick something that was not expected. Um, I would go for Jean Grey. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. That's an interesting poll. That's a good one. I like that. <clears throat> I definitely like it that. It would be a lot better than what we got. So, Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm definitely sticking with my... I actually... I really like Wolverine. I would really like to see me as a very disgruntled Canadian. 
It's not a far off shot, you know. It's like trying to hit my neighbor's house with a rock. But that's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on Thor's day. Ah, uh, Thor. Mm. Thor's day. I can pull off Fat Thor. Yeah, you can pull off Big Lebowski Thor. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking. Honestly, I would like to see. I'm just like every other dad, but only mightier. Katarina <laughs> as the mighty Thor. The Jane Foster Thor. The I would be Lady Thor. Sif before I was Jane Foster Thor. Okay. All right, all right, fair enough. But on uh, Thor's day, we had to try to assume Thor. I would not make a good Thor. No, you'd just be laughing hysterically at yourself. Be like, yeah. I got this hammer. Oh my god, I'd be nerding out every five minutes. Like, be on here. But I, I kind of like that. You obviously, if you're no, not I choosing do, Gollum, you know I can do uh, a, a good Joker. I can do Gollum, not of a superhero. Um, superheroes. Nah, that's a tough one. Superman. Uh, Superman's a softball too because anybody that's like, like Spider Man. Anybody like, could be Spider Man because younger me, it would face. be it would be the Flash because I was yeah. Did you hear? Do pull. you remember the story back that? when Chris was this size? He used to be this skinny. He, he would have made a really great Flash. <laughs> Although he would have been, been the Flash that lost his speed force powers and then he just <laughs> found you know. <laughs> no, but do you remember the story of Giant when I ran after those people that stole that shit out of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be a good Flash. All right. We got the Flash. We got Wolverine. And then, of course, we have Batman over there as Big Brother. And then right. Katarina. For the comedy of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think just it's just really funny. The Joker would love it. Who is he? I don't know. The, the Joker would absolutely love it. Like, look, Bruce, I I mean, this is just easy. You How have do a they big not red know? beard. I've told them they still don't care. You're not making it fun anymore. Although Batman has a skit like that <laughs> with this costume changing, uh, changing. So check out the YouTube series Batman. Now he would be a good Batman ninja. Ooh, the samurai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to have those eclectic colors. He wouldn't make it in feudal times. He, no, I'd no. literally die the second I was there. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. breathe the air. I'd just suffocate. Fall over he wouldn't be the partner you would want for a time travel trip. So you're going forward, unless you're going time? forward. Yeah, they can cure some of the problems I got, yeah. like old age and whatever yeah. the hell else. Is yeah, that. So you yes. want cyberpunk Batman? Sure. Okay. Why right, not? There we go. Cyberpunk there we go. Batman. But with the beard, and they can't figure it out. But I still go with Katarina as Wonder Woman. It's a softball, but that is the most logical choice. And uh, maybe that. a comic styling coming to our Facebook page. Ooh, mm, something different. And uh, this, in the words of Montgomery Burns. Excellent. Yeah, we have reached the end of this podcast, which may just be called Reagan Smash. And we end <laughs> off with the thank yous, which we want to thank first and most importantly, one of the most important people and crucial members of the Perjangers and Wahangers team, without Link. which there would be no podcast at all. We want to thank... My mother, Lorraine Bucarell, and wish her a very happy birthday. She's 29 oh, again. 
Happy birthday. <laughs> yes. I swear Happy to God, birthday. this woman's been like Rajal Ghoul. She's been 29 my entire life. She's been 29 for at least 40 years now. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I'm 29, but still 29. You would not have a podcast because producer Big Brother and host Matt Man would not be here without her. So, of course, I'm going to send out a big shout out so. and a thank you. I love you and a happy birthday. She got my present. Um, I picked it on Amazon. He actually already pegged it too, but I got there first. Uh, <laughs> I got her a cheese board. It has like a, a cutting board for cheese, and then there's like a little drawer for the knives and shit. Sorry, and I was like, that's really podcast. fucking cool. So she's enjoying that. And we're going up there, and I'm going to hopefully get some good hors d'oeuvres. There's always a purpose. Um, but we want to thank <laughs> Game and DVD Exchange. We want to thank Mark Gervais for sharing out the last podcast, 151 Lug Nuts, the best podcast you will never hear. Yeah. I, we, we did may, the we podcast. The I checked. I saw there wasn't any audio. And then I looked at my notifications. One share, Mark Gervais. Check out my dudes. I'm like, he did not listen to one part of that podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, I, he would you know what? Maybe I, he I did and was still intrigued. Mark. You know what? <laughs> it, it's their mime podcast. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I had to call that out. So I was like, man, I know somebody didn't watch it because we got to share. Who did that? Oh, Mark. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> so thank you. It's <laughs> all about lip reading now. Just yeah. walk in the store. And- I didn't know he could read lips. That's a yeah, new service that the really Game and DVD good. Exchange might when provide. We said we were all inclusive. <laughs> we were all inclusive. <laughs> we want to thank Laureen Carver for liking podcast number 150. Step back. I'm sorry, step forward, roll back, and be woke. As well <laughs> as uh, uh, Meanie. Mean. Meanie? What? Many? That's probably Minnie. Minnie. Uh, Mini for uh, liking 150 as well as 148. Hashtag that, Batman Hatton. So uh, we always promise a long, drawn-out goodbye. And this is, of course, it. I am one Matthew Bucherell, the Matman. To my left is Christopher Bristow, the old man. And in the Perjanger box is Cat Go Google, Katarina Thermoscara. Sitting in his lovely bed of time is our hero and mascot, Link Diablo. He and in the producer chair, out. in the ominous, all-present voice you've been hearing is one Stephen Bucherell, big brother. We want you to come back here every Thursday for the Triforce podcast. Tune in every Saturday for Let's Play with your Projangers. And then every Sunday for the Lug Nuts podcast. The next one with audio. <laughs> Not a lot of people uh, like well, the uh, mind. We'll cover full thing. size sedans again. Yeah, some we'll just read we'll something different that. this week. Like I left all those links on there. Cycles. We can literally do the so, same one, but I was just so defeated and pissed off after that. Thanks that for I calling in, Kelly. Yeah, yeah man. Well, you know, we appreciate our cardboard ke- uh, cardboard yeah. Kelly for always showing up. He was in uh, the Let's Play with Your Projangers Part Four, uh, so he Kelly said he was lot. here. Yeah, um, but. I always promise it, and this is it. Thank you very much for watching. We love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. And as always, Walljangers, this is why I wear the hat. Game on, boys and girls! Bye-bye! He had a close, a, a close call. No, he had a close call. And, you know, he was, he was almost... <laughs> Kevin Dunn and Damian, uh, Damian Waynes are not in the podcast.
But Elon could be watching. Kevin Gunn's over there with Damian Wayne's playing Gotham Knights. <laughs> At WMMR. People are going to not expect anything. Yeah? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thought about Okay, so that's good. If you want to hit start um, uh, streaming, streaming, and then you have the con over on that side. Whenever he does, don't fuck him up. But I'll tell you one thing that shouldn't get fucked up. That's this podcast, which is... We're now going live. No, this has just got a hole. It's just got a hole. This is the... You got a finger, you can finger his hole. You can finger his hole, stroke his wiener. Tons of stuff. (laughs) I could. It's getting a bit too bright in here. I'm going to disappear in a moment. You turn on that other light, I will completely disappear. But... Oh no, we're gonna end it. Shutting it off. Oh no. Shutting it off. Hitting it well. Oh god. Alright, end. (laughs) There's no hitting. No hitting here. That was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Fantastic. I just find it. One, I love your hashtag, Perjangers Perjanging. <laughs> that just needs to be a hashtag always. We'll make that a shirt eventually. Yeah. But I really love uh, just that whole end segment was great. Yes. And Reagan Smash. <laughs> I, I really still feel Reagan like I, I've been... Reagan doesn't know why. I've been cheated my entire life of not having (laughs) Ronald Reagan as Red Hulk. (laughs) Ronald Reagan, Red Hulk. Yeah, Ronald Reagan, Red Hulk. There we go. And they'll have to go to the uh, end scene for that. Why did they name it that? (laughs) They'll have to come here to the end and after credits. It's like the after party. Where will they find the best video for them? Oh, man, oh, that I would got be over right here. Yeah, then best video like, for them is share, right above my head, comment. right here in between us. That's the subscription. There's something button. I forgot. To All of the Spot. Triforce podcast yeah. in a playlist right there for you. Below, you're going to hit that like button, and underneath, you're going to comment. Let us know what superhero likeness you would take on. Do you have anything luggy and nutty to say? We want you to hop over to pjwh.com on our website and let us know. Contact the team. Find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. What superhero should look like you? As our main man Connor says. What punch? <laughs> <laughs>